Welcome to the CowCast. Every month, we bring you the top stories, updates, trends, and more from the Chicago commercial real estate industry. We also choose a nonprofit to shout out, and we like to sprinkle in a healthy dose of levity. If you'd like to be featured on the show, check out the show notes for our contact information. Be sure to subscribe to our weekly newsletter for more frequent updates on the who, how, when, where, and why of the downtown office and retail market. Now sit back, relax, pop open a Green River, and enjoy this month's CowCast. Dear listeners, many of you may know me simply as the marketing person, or maybe just the woman who follows my colleague around on showings, or just the voice of this podcast. Some of you may not even know me at all, but for those both acquainted and unacquainted, it may surprise you to learn that I'm actually in the process of earning my broker's license. It's been a months-long process, delayed in part by the fact that I'm really bad at math and still have no idea what an amortized loan is. But I actually started accompanying my sponsoring broker around long before I even started my course. All told, I think I've been shadowing, assisting, and eventually leading showings for about a year. Granted, I wasn't doing them every day, or even most days, or even half the days, but I have seen enough to reasonably compile the following, which is a list of the three most impactful lessons I've learned from my first early forays into brokerage. As a disclaimer, these experiences are entirely my own, your mileage may vary, yada yada. Without further ado, lesson number one, being a woman in the real estate industry can be really, really challenging. Recently, my biggest frustration is related to my hyper-conscious state of being when I wake up and have to choose an outfit that makes me seem all of these at once. Inviting, but not seductive. Professional, but not masculine. Young, but not naive. Confident, but not too comfortable. And matching shoes I can walk in, but also run in, just in case something weird happens and I have to make a quick exit. Even without physically seeing me, I'm constantly subjected to scrutiny via my written communications. Am I using too many exclamation points? Am I coming across as too assertive and arrogant? Is my language too young and full of slang? Will the recipient CC my boss in the reply even though he has nothing to do with our conversation? What kind of business am I likely to get if I can't communicate clearly and effectively without being interpreted as bitchy or overcompensating for my femininity? In addition, commercial real estate narrows the tightrope of client relations. As women, we're expected to serve our clients faithfully and dutifully with a smile on our face, but one too many lighthearted remarks brands us as flirtatious. In some ways, it feels like there's no winning sometimes. That said, lesson number two. It is possible to be true to yourself and still succeed in this business. One major fear I had in the beginning was that I would have to shell out thousands of dollars for Dermablend and cover every inch of my tattooed skin, take out all my piercings, and wear a lot of Ann Taylor in order to be taken seriously. I perceived the average commercial real estate client as a straight-edge attorney, no frills, no funny business, no nonsense. And I am so grateful that nothing could be further from the truth. 
Many of the people I've met in this business are just as fun-loving and quirky as anyone, and I've had more than one interaction with a prospect where we gabbed about local tattoo artists that we love. I've also exchanged an abundance of fashion tips with some really fabulous high-powered women. There is a certain level of kinship that forms when you stop fretting about whether this person will turn into a paycheck for you and start seeing them as what they are. Just another human being doing their job and trying to survive in this socioeconomic climate. It's been truly eye-opening how warm and accepting this industry can be, and how even the brokers handling million-dollar deals are the kind of people you could see yourself having a beer with and talk about whatever cute thing your kid did or how much you resent the Bears. Or whatever sports ball team is making us mad today, I can never keep track. Lesson number three. Staying educated and up-to-date is key. I was never a newsreader before I started in this business, sorry. If I did read the news, it was because some big political event happened and I was trying to digest all the key points before I went to a dinner party so I could sound smart. These days, I'm realizing more and more how fragile the industry can be and how it's so easily shifted by current events. Not just health crises or corporate dissolution, but anything that impacts how the average person is going to perceive the economic state of things. People make business decisions based on the future, not the present. And the present is the best indicator of the future. To explain further, let me introduce you to the NFL. No, not the football kind. This one is way more competitive and way less cool. The National Forensics League also known as speech and drama. One event in the NFL is called extemporaneous speaking. Basically, you sit down in front of a table full of that day's newspapers, and someone sets a timer for 45 minutes. Within that time, you need to pick a story, develop a thesis from at least two sources, and create an eight-minute speech about that thesis. Then you perform it with nothing but a note card for your thoughts. This is how I tackle showings. In the morning, I gather as much information as I can about the biggest happenings of the day, taking note of any way they may impact how my prospects proceed with their business decisions, and I use that to inform how I present the spaces. If there is a new development in the supply chain shortage, for instance, I'm not going to push too hard for a space that needs a massive build-out. It may sound obvious to the more seasoned industry pros, but younger brokers like me should be staying consciously informed and not just regurgitating headlines. One easy way to do that, by the way, is to subscribe to our weekly wrap-up, which comes out every Friday. Just saying. I'm sure my perspective will shift and change as I become more entrenched in the CRE world, and I know there's a lot of nuance to the issues I mentioned. There are so many changes happening that one day can look completely different from the next, but I'm learning to see that as less of a headache and more of a bonus. It keeps things interesting. And in the words of the immortal Christina Aguilera, that's what makes me that much stronger. Makes me work a little bit harder. Makes me that much wiser. Makes me learn a little bit faster. Makes my skin a little bit thicker. Makes me that much smarter. And makes me a fighter. This month's nonprofit shout-out goes to the Getting Grown Collective, an organization that, quote, works to equip black and brown communities in the Chicagoland area with tools required to develop self-sustaining knowledge, 
by supporting community-driven agriculture projects, collaborating with food and environmental policymakers, activating multi-generational engagement with agriculture, and providing alternative access to health professionals and healthy lifestyle options." Unquote. GGC's most recent project was the Libations to the Ancestors, which contains a community food pantry called the Love Fridge. GGC also hosts a monthly free health clinic with a University of Chicago doctor, as well as provides stroke recognition workshops, health screenings, CPR training, and more. To get involved, donate, or volunteer, go to gettinggrowncollective.com. Thanks so much for tuning into the CowCast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss the latest stories and updates from the Willard Jones team. For the chance to be featured on the show or to give us your valuable feedback about our content, hit us up at info at willardjones.com or visit willardjones.com. We love compliments. Thanks again and stay safe. The CalCast is produced by Willard Jones Real Estate and is narrated by Amanda Friedlander. The views and ideas expressed in this podcast are our own and are not representative of the publications, properties, or companies mentioned in the podcast or on our website. Music and sound courtesy of freesound.org. Sources are linked in the show notes. For more information, please visit willardjones.com.